This podcast is brought to you by Villanova University on iTunes U. Please visit us on itunes.villanova.edu. Thank you for the opportunity to speak to you today. It is an honor to be chosen by the seniors as their last lecturer. First, I want to congratulate the class of 2016. Let's give them a round of applause. As your last lecturer, I feel it is my duty to inspire you and equip you with important information which you can take into the working world that you are about to enter. I was inspired to write this speech by a student who raised his hand during the middle of one of my classes, just out of the blue, and asked, Dr. Capriati, were you born in the mid-20th century? <laughs> I hesitated for a minute, and I said, yeah, I probably was, 1956, mid-20th century. Boy, that's really, so he said, you're a baby boomer, right? I said, yeah, he goes, oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> I had no idea what he meant, but I looked up some facts so that I can talk to you today about this. There are basically three generations out there in the corporate world right now. The baby boomers, persons born between 1945 to 1964, like me, Generation X, was born approximately 1965 to 1980. And your generation, called the millennials, sometimes called Generation Y, are persons born between 1980 and 2000. There are 76.4 million baby boomers out there, but there are 80 million millennials out there. There's a good chance that you will be applying for a job where the boss is someone my age, a baby boomer. So I thought it would be helpful to you to have some insight into what makes baby boomers tick, where we're coming from, how we grew up, what differences there are between you and me and your future boss, a baby boomer. So as always, my lectures always have a set of PowerPoint slides. <laughs> baby boomers entered the world with a slap on the backside. It was important for them to know right away they were not going to be coddled. There's no slackers here. Mom was knocked out and anesthetized and unconscious. And dad was in the waiting room, nervously pacing back and forth, smoking a pack of cigarettes. If dad didn't have a cigarette, all he had to do was ask the doctor for one. <laughs> Millennials, on the other hand, were brought into the world with natural childbirth, Lamaze, soft music, <laughs> maybe a special birthing room, a mom that was wide awake and ready to nurse her crying baby, and a dad with a video camera exalting this awaited birth. Baby boomers were brought home in the arms of their mother in the front seat of the car. No car seat. No airbags, no seat belts, and dad was probably smoking, but if dad was health conscious, he rolled down the window to let some air in so the baby wouldn't have too much smoke. Three crash dummies are safer in a car today than mom, dad, and baby were in 1956. Whereas millennials came home from the hospital swaddled and tightly buckled into their car seat with it facing backward in the back seat of the car with a padded infant head support, a shade over the window to block the sun, <laughs> and a baby on board sign on the back window of the car. 
When baby boomers got a little older, they were told, go outside. Go outside and play. Do not come back here until dinner. Don't bother me. Go do something outside. So we played with dirt, rocks, sticks, tires. We performed death-defying feats with friends. Back. I just want to go back. <laughs> Mothers of millennials, on the other hand, set up play dates with other moms carefully scheduled their children's time with different kinds of activities, swimming lessons, martial arts, violin, soccer, SAT preparation, and this was just preschool. <laughs> Millennial moms made sure their children wore a helmet if they had a tricycle. And every millennial got a trophy during their team sports because they were all special. When baby boomers misbehaved or talked back, on the other hand, mothers often admonished their children, saying, who do you think you are? You think you're special? A spanking was commonplace. Baby boomers just sucked it up, took it like a man. But of course, this led to baby boomers writing books like Fifty Shades of Grey, <laughs> The Dominatrix Inside Me, bondage fantasies and the stinging end of the whip. Not that I know any of these books. I just heard about them. Now, when millennials misbehave, they got a timeout. If they misbehave a lot, they were sent to counseling. And if that didn't work, they were diagnosed with ADHD and given Adderall. When baby boomers went on vacation, parents piled the car kids into the station wagon. The kids kept busy looking for out-of-state license plates. You teased your sister till she threw up. And you had to share toys. I remember I had an Etch-a-Sketch. It had two knobs. One made horizontal lines, my, one made vertical lines. I would challenge myself to see how I could possibly make a circle. You could also play with your slinky and the one Barbie doll that you were supposed to share, because mom waited online to get that Barbie doll for you. Now, can't you see why we're into silicone and bulimia and all that stuff? Look at that Barbie doll, right? Millennials on a road trip, on the other hand, were given video game devices each, individual sets of headphones, TV screens built into the seats, personalized snack packs, and road trip travel binders that were labeled with each of your names. Baby boomers witnessed the first McDonald's. They started popping up everywhere. Moms and dads could buy their kids a wholesome, well-balanced meal for a quarter. And we knew their burgers were good because it said they sold over one million. The only guy we knew that liked vegetables was this guy who was crazy about spinach. That was it. Moms and millennials, on the other hand, they made sure gluten-free, peanut-free, Low cholesterol, low sodium, meals with fruit and vegetables, perfectly cut into bite-sized pieces were available. Boomers watched TV for the perfect family. All mothers wore pearls, aprons, stockings, heels. They stayed at home and they cooked and they did housework. All dads wore suits, went to work from nine to five, came home for meat and potatoes, slippers and a pipe. 
And if your dad was a real success, he drove a Cadillac with these fins. If you got too close to the car, you could be impaled. <laughs> Millennials, on the other hand, have the Kardashians and Honey Boo Boo as their examples of a perfect family. This was the high-tech communication device that baby boomers used. It had a rotary dial. It weighed about 90 pounds. It could serve as a weapon if you threw it at somebody, and we did in my house. My mother always used to say, if these telephone bills don't get smaller, what do you think, I'm Rockefeller? She always used this guy Rockefeller as the one that you know, would emphasize that we weren't rich like Rockefeller. Baby boomers had computers, but you needed a whole room to put the computer in. We sat around the TV, but you had to get up to change the dial. And if you wanted better reception, you'd put foil on the rabbit ears. We watched ridiculous shows like Mr. Ed, where a horse gave heartwarming, common sense advice to his owner named Wilbur. I bet there's some baby boomers in here that can remember that song, right? A horse is a horse, of course, of course. Really ri ridiculous. Now, we also, when we tweeted, this was the only cartoon character that had anything to do with tweeting. On the other hand, millennials have smartphones, texting, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, email, voicemail, HDTV, 800 different cable channels, Netflix, Tunes, iTunes, DVD, of anything they want, anytime they want it. During the baby boomer years, the only people with tattoos were angry old sailors with big biceps. Millennials, on the other hand, have body art that expresses themselves tattooed all over their body. <laughs> when baby boomers exercised, it was in phys ed class, where they wore gym suits, they were taught how to do jumping jacks. It didn't matter if you were physically fit, you just had to look it. So women squeezed into these tight brassiers and girdles. Millennials, on the other hand, sensibly put fitness into their daily schedule with gym memberships, personal trainers, yoga classes, Bowflex equipment, kickboxing, Zumba, and Pilates. Of course, this has been all tongue-in-cheek, what I'm saying to you now. However, millennials, you are the most technologically savvy, socially responsible, civic-minded, service-oriented generation to come into the world. You have a sophisticated social awareness that extends beyond your own backyard. You want to make the world a better place. You are the best educated, open-minded, and most optimistic generation to come along on Earth. People of my generation are going to be lucky to hire you, work with you, and learn from you. Thank you for listening. And I hope we can play my favorite millennial song by Bruno Mars. <laughs>
said you hallelujah. Girl said you hallelujah. Cause I'm so funky. So Teresa Capriati, that was a great speech. It really made me laugh. Um, <laughs> as we prepare to, for the toast to the class of 2016, please join us in singing the Villanova University alma mater. The words are located on your uh, handout. When the twilight shadows gather out upon the campus screen, when the blue and purple night comes stealing on the scene, loyal heirs of Villanova sing a So if you already haven't drank your champagne, here's the class of 2016. <laughs>